guess what I'm trying to say is like knowing that God made us to grow slowly, it informs how we make art because it means that if God sees value in the slow path, which he obviously does. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, if he sees value in it, then there's something beautiful to be found in going slow. Welcome to the Faith and Art Podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Grace, and this space is dedicated to conversations and questions for the Christian creative. Welcome to today's episode of the Faith and Art Podcast. Um, As you may be able to hear with cars in the background, just a disclaimer, we are recording at Ellie's house today. (laughs) It's much less peaceful than Grace's. No, no. In every other way, it is just as peaceful, but more peaceful, except for the cars. Yes. And so you may hear cars. It may sound a little echoey because she has more room in her beautiful house than I have in my tiny home. Um, So it just may sound a little different. We're going to try to do our best, but those are disclaimers at the beginning. Yes. But other than that, so today we are talking about the pace of God and the pace of creativity and how those two things intersect and how they can be different at times and um, just kind of what that has looked like for both of us over the years and even growing with the Lord on our understanding of both of those things. Um, Ellie's the one who brought up the idea of this topic and I immediately loved it Mm -hmm. um, just because it's something that is so frustrating most of the times but also is just so necessary to learn that a lot of times it is whether it's the pace of god or the pace of creativity that those things are very real yeah and it's not you sometimes that it's like you're like it's me like why is Mm -hmm. something not happening and just just anyways walking that realization so it's like one of those topics in the lord that like it's it's not one of those topics that you want to just like shelf and be like i'll deal with that later i feel like it this is one like his pace and even like we'll never fully understand the way he operates but this is something that I think is very valuable and like putting time into thinking about and Mm. studying and like wrestling with him and talking to him about because Mm -hmm. it it so infiltrates like our day-to-day life oh yeah in so many ways every way yeah (laughs) every way and it's it's incredibly unless there is any kind of understanding for it's like this is who i'm being led by Mm -hmm. if there isn't that understanding then it's it's just i mean debilitating because you're like why does nothing work Mm -hmm. um but anyway so not to skip to the at the end of the episode (laughs) or anything um but so i'm just gonna jump right in we have just a few points that i think we kind of want to hit on yeah. Um, and we really don't know what each other is going to say at yeah. all, um, which is fun. But so anyways, I guess thinking about you, Ellie, first, since this topic kind of like came to you, um, how do you feel like you've grown in your understanding of the pace of God over, I don't know, the last few years even? I feel like it's it's a big topic. And even when I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't, I mean, I guess one more disclaimer before like we really get into it is like, I don't know. Like I'm currently asking the Lord these questions like so many of the other topics that we're we're hitting on this season they're they're things that like are ongoing forever and so I think a big thing that's changed in this season of my life is um I think it's easy when thinking about the pace of God um first word that comes to mind is slow like same and I think it's easy to just like jump straight to the conclusion if God is 
you know, quote unquote, being slow in your life on whatever, um, to assume that he's like trying to teach us a lesson, mm-hmm. like that his pace is, is unto like teaching us a lesson. Mm-hmm. Now I know like, because it's in the Bible that the Lord, like he does like teaches people through waiting and like mm-hmm. leading them. And, and even in some cases, letting them be stubborn and wait, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think shifting my perspective from like, God's just trying to teach me a lesson and it's like almost more like punitive than it is his, like his actual heart. Mm. It's more of like God understands in a way that I'll probably never fully understand until I, I see Jesus, like what the process of um, being transformed into his likeness mm. looks like and what it takes. And like, when you think about it like that, it's like, if it's not so much about God trying to teach us a lesson and that's why he's slow going and what feels like stubborn. Um, if it's not about that, then like, what is it about? Mm. And I believe like, at least in part, because this is the gospel, like it's about him, um, refining us and, and helping us be transformed into the image of Christ. And, Mm that when I think about it that way it's like oh yeah like why would I expect that to just be like I don't know anything different yeah like it's good it's gonna take time Mm. and like everything good like it's such a cliche but it does take time it's true yeah um so it's like that's a lifelong goal and if I really believe that God is a good leader and a good shepherd then I I have to try to orient my my thinking and my perspective around the fact that like if if something's taking like longer whether it's a little longer or like a lifelong longer (laughs) you know than I expected Mm -hmm. I have to like reorient myself to who's leading me yeah and what he's leading me to man I even think like as you're saying like transformed into the person of like God is slow yeah Jesus is slow but I think about even like one of the main things that pops out to, to me that I'm like, it feels so slow and has felt slow to Christians for centuries has been the coming back of Christ, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, yeah. they thought I was even just reading the other day and, um, one of the gospels, I forget which one. Um, but he's speaking to them and he says like, he's talking about, you know, the warning signs of like, these things will happen in the last days. And then he says, um, this generation won't pass until mm-hmm. these things yeah. have happened. And I was like, and I was like, is our understanding of generation just wrong? I was like, I need to look up this word in the Greek and see what it means. But, you know, like all of them thought he was coming back. Yeah. I mean, like so soon. And even right now, even more than ever, you yeah. know, <laughs> that in my lifetime, people are like, he's coming back so soon. And he may. I'm not saying this yeah. to d- discredit. I'm, But what I am saying is like, Jesus doesn't even know. Yeah. And thinking about having to learn the pace of God, <laughs> thinking that Jesus is even still like waiting and interceding and like praying to the father about like because he has his heart to come and obviously it's like there's a lot of theology about like Mm -hmm. why and like um there's a really good book called why revival tarries by Mm -hmm. leonard ravenhill i would recommend um but um anyways i i'm just thinking about that like being transformed into the person of christ because he did walk low and slow Mm -hmm. you know heidi baker but he, he also, I mean, everything he did, he did because he saw the Father doing. Yeah. And so I wonder how much, too, like, Jesus as a person was being transformed. I mean, he's fully God and fully man, yeah. so I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say any <laughs> heresies. Um, but he had to, you know, grow into, um, but even, like, him mirroring the Father. Like, just thinking about but like, the Lord. 
I, I thought about this earlier, like when it comes to the way that Jesus walked and the way that he interacted with people and the way that he interacted with God when he was on earth, like he, he did, like he had to yield to the pace of God. Like Mm. even if that was himself, like it was still like there was a, um, and I even think about the disciples, like they kept, they wanted it to be time for different things. And it was like, they didn't understand, but he did. And he was leading them and they had to continuously like yield to Mm. his timeline, whether it was like, it's time to go. Right. Or it's time to stay. Like, why aren't you going to heal Lazarus exactly. right now? Exactly. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to go be with my father. Right. You know, like, however. And so it's just like, even Jesus, like, was yielded, obviously, to the father. Right. In in time. In pace, yeah. Like, in within the constriction of time, which is interesting. It is weird, especially since, and it's like, the Lord's outside of time. I know. <laughs> it can get really Trippy. meta really fast. <laughs> But I, I think, so talking about all good things take mm-hmm. time. We were even discussing that earlier, mm-hmm. just like it is true. Um, so I guess thinking about creativity too, like if God has made us and the world around us to grow slowly, mm-hmm. some evolution in there mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> Ellie believes in evolution. <laughs> uh, how does this, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, how does this inform our art, you know, like creating art, any, like could it impact like, yeah, going slow waiting on the father maybe not is it a yieldedness is it a yeah what does that look like well i think like part of like yielding to the lord in his pace is appreciating him and the way that he works right it's like Mm -hmm. if if you don't see the value in him and him being who he is and like leading us the way that he ought to lead us as he sees fit like we have to submit to that, like, mm. ultimately. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy. Right. In certain seasons, it's easier in others. But um, appropriately, like, valuing um, him mm-hmm. and how he does things. I think it's similar in art making or being creative. Like, you have to put, like, a correct evaluation on waiting and on time, if yeah. that makes sense. No, like, so, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, knowing that God made us to grow slowly, it informs how we make art because it means that if God sees value in the slow path, which he obviously does. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, woo. Um, if he sees value in it, then there's something beautiful to be found in going slow. Mm. And we were even talking like, it's like there's so much um, out there on like slowing down your life. And, you know, like it's just, it's, Uh, such a big conversation in our culture and i I think it's the conversation we're having but it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. in my opinion like i'm not talking about just like these are all really good things that i need to do but like i'm not just talking about like putting down your phone and like slowing down your life and taking sabbath like all those things are important and beautiful and like there's tons of resources that are better than us Mm -hmm. about those things but in like the nitty-gritty like making art like it's so easy now to just breeze through like the process and I'm I think we're going to talk a little bit more about like the actual process and like what God does in the process of making art with another guest Mm -hmm. um but I guess what I'm trying to say is like 
there is value in going slow mm-hmm. and we see that modeled in how God leads us. Yeah. And so I think practically like slowing down enough, even on the, like the front end of creating to be like, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to rush. Like mm. even if I have an order, like, you know, it's, it's a little bit different, I guess, in like a business model, mm-hmm. but if you're just creating, to create like what is the rush Mm. you know like take your time like find find inspiration by like going outside and going for a walk like slowing down rather than like grabbing your phone and scrolling through pinterest for literally 30 seconds before you find an image that you love right there's nothing wrong with that right but that practice of like just being being okay and settled with i don't i don't have to rush like yeah there's no pressure no, no, I feel that. I feel that deeply. Like even thinking about like, because you're, you're saying like, well, what's the rush even with creating something? And I'm thinking like, well, it's to produce something. Like yeah. all of us, we're all like, well, I want to have something to show mm-hmm. for my time or I want to like, I think a lot of times even there's a desire to create, but there isn't the, the creative, like whatever is missing, whether it be like the inspiration or whether it be the customer or whether it be the right audience, whatever. Um, there's something missing. But thinking about the lord like the product is never the goal like even in terms of fruit fruit isn't the goal like fruit is the evidence of a life that is connected but the fruit wasn't the goal the goal was always connection to the vine it was always being rooted yeah and so i think the same thing with creativity um is in a sense of like i mean yes spiritually but also just being practically in, into creativity I think it would be and you can't have rootedness in creativity without time yeah um, because you can't the, the pieces that I'd create out of like true like I want to create and they hit me so randomly yeah um, and then sometimes I don't even finish them or I don't whatever but they're just kind of like all over the place and oftentimes I have this desire to create but it just it doesn't come but yeah they always come from a place of like man, I just, I felt something in this moment that I was like, I was so connected to life or I was so connected to beauty Mm -hmm. or wonder Mm -hmm. and that then this thing came out as opposed to being connected to busyness and hustle. Those don't produce any fruit. Yeah. And so there's a difference of like the things, obviously Jesus is like the only thing that actually, but in Jesus is life and beauty and wonder. And, and so like those things flow out and creativity comes from it. Yeah. Um, It's so, it's so it's not funny. It's like actually so frustrating. <laughs> it's funny when we can like talk about it because it doesn't feel as real. But like it's, it makes so much sense because it's like even with the Lord, like in our, what feels so slow about the Lord is so often connected to um, that like quote unquote product, like at the end, like whether it's a career or your next step or your you know, spouse, like whatever you're like hoping for, believing for, like a miracle, like whatever it is, like it feels good when you get it, but it's still like, it's, you're always going to be going for the next thing, even good things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. whereas if we, it's just like that change of perspective that we started with. It's like, if we're looking at the, at Jesus himself as the lifelong goal and like that's what like we're after that's what god is after it was that union like and if that's the goal then we i just believe we're so less frustrated in the day-to-day mm. because it's like 
even if he's, you know, I can use, I don't know what other word, like, even if the Lord is like tarrying in something, mm-hmm. um, I know that I'm still, if my eyes are on, if my eyes are fixed on Jesus, like I'm still like daily making progress mm-hmm. onto that. Mm-hmm. Not that it's about progress. I, that language is kind of hard, but like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're developing, like there's always, um, growth. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that's the word I'm looking for is that even if it's slow, mm-hmm. I know that I'm growing. Yeah. No, and that's, that's so like, good. that's something that you can be like, you can have pride in, you can have joy and you can like tie that back into appreciation to the Lord instead of just like constantly right you know hammering them like what are you doing and right. just like creativity like sure. if our if our goal is constantly just to produce 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 like we lose so much of the like you said the wonder of the process like if my eye i'm just flipping back and forth but if my eyes are fixed on jesus and my daily walk with jesus and not just on like you know whatever i like i'm waiting to get pregnant or i'm waiting for um a friend like whatever it is like day to day like that gets old yeah no, fast and frustrating but if I'm like okay Lord like you are literally developing patience in me like day to day you know and it, it's not glamorous by right. any means but um you can then look back over a life or you can look back over the last month and mm. be like no I still don't have my solution or whatever but I can see because I've been paying attention I can see like patience working in me and I can mm. see like your hand doing this. Does that make sense? No, it does. And same with creativity. It's like, you might not love the finished piece, but you can see like, and this is getting like super practical. Like you can see, wow, like I going slower, like I can see, I actually like really developed the color there. I grew mm-hmm. in this or whatever. Whereas if you're just like constantly pumping out work and looking to the next thing, it's, Yeah, no, that's so good. Um, But what I was thinking about initially at the beginning of what you were saying was I was thinking about um, when you were saying just like building your growth but like thinking back I'm like there were so many times I'd say actually more times than not that I've met with God I felt like he wasn't there and but then I look back and I'm like man he totally was and I and I look back over those memories and I'm like I still cherish them yeah like because I know he cherishes them yeah and he cherishes the time just in the same way that I look back at like my first years in art terrible you know like and it's like it's I cringe at those pieces. I didn't even go to the shows. I was, uh, I did the, uh, a couple of college classes in art. And at the end, they make you, uh, take your pieces and hang them in the library (laughs) or at the museum. And I did not go. We were, I was dating Cody at that time. And he actually, I didn't want to show him any of my pieces. And he actually went to the show. (laughs) I did not know he did. And he's like, I saw your pieces. And I was like, great. I was like, of course you went. Uh, Because one of them was like a self-portrait and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. Anyways, um, but I think back to those times and I, I even still have some of the initial like color studies I did and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go back and I'm like, these are so important yeah. that I took the time here and I found out that I was holding the brush, like in this way that was really limiting mm-hmm. or that I, but it's like all these kinks I had to work out in the same way. I'm thinking about like things in my heart, things in creativity, 
in the moment it's frustrating mm-hmm. and in the moment that was the other thing I was thinking about was thinking about it in context of the whole mm-hmm. because I was yeah. just talking with Cody about that the other day um he was talking about like you know how in therapy a lot of times they like for this might be getting too technical but in CBT a lot of times um cognitive behavioral therapy they'll tell you to like um visualize the end of a problem you know mm-hmm. almost because you're going to kind of walk through it and you're yeah. going to like go to the end of this the problem you're going to see it play out and then you're going to say okay well i mean like even if i used to have this fear that our cabinets were going to fall off the wall <laughs> and and then i i just like i was like i was like i think they're going to fall i want to get lighter plates i don't whatever it's just this irrational <laughs> fear that i have i'm an anxious person if you haven't noticed and um if i remember talking it out with um, a mentor of mine she's like what if they fell off the wall and i was like I, mean, I guess it wouldn't be that bad you know I guess we would just get more cabinets or just like you know do another but it's like it helped me to walk through yeah. it but then Cody was saying like I don't know how helpful that always is visualizing just us ruminating on like what if this bad thing happens and I was like yeah but you know I'm currently in a situation where I'm like you know bad things could possibly happen but I'm thinking about it also in terms of like I know that your goodness and mercy pursue me all the yeah. days of my life and it's like I think about it in context of the whole yeah and I know that even the current frustration and the current waiting is unto a greater end even if things don't go the way that I want them to creatively or in life yeah I know that like it goes back to I know who's leading me Mm -hmm. I trust who's leading me who's leading me is a shepherd Mm -hmm. shepherds are slow they go at the pace of the sheep a lot of the times it's like we're just responding to his voice we're going through valleys we're resting we're finding shade um but I trust him as my leader. And I also trust that in the greater picture of the whole that he's leading me towards goodness and mercy. Yeah. Also just like knowing that um, he's, we've talked about this in other episodes, but he is not afraid to take his time. Yeah. Like waiting doesn't scare him. And he, um, it's actually like it's hard to wrestle with in, in reality but if you think about it like how slow he goes it's actually kind of beautiful mm. you know like and it really that more than anything helps me see like just the scale like of our lives versus him you know what I mean like he's it, and it's beautiful yeah. like he's he could just be like snap of a finger Jesus comes back everything's fine like what mm. But, and someone, I think it was Peter Lewis, described God as, as kind of romantic in the garden. Like, totally. And how he takes his time and he mm-hmm. names the animals and all this stuff. And I, that same principle kind of comes to mind with, with this. It's like, he's willing to wait too. Like, and he is willing to wait because I believe he really values the process mm. as we should. Mm. You know, and, and uh, I referenced this uh, little a book but the actual section of this book that talks about this section what I'm about to talk about is is quite small but it's three mile an hour God and three miles an hour is like the pace that humans walk and um it's hitting on just like it's hitting on the pace of God and actually it's probably what kind of sparked this wanting to do this topic um it's kind of a long quote but if it's okay I'm gonna read it oh yeah yeah um Okay, he says, I find that God goes slowly in his educational process of man. Forty years in the wilderness points to his basic educational philosophy. Forty years of national migration through the wilderness, three generations of the United Monarchy, Saul, David, and Solomon. 
19 kings of Israel and 20 kings of Judah, the host of the prophets and the priests, the experience of exile and restoration. Isn't this rather a slow and costly way forget a slow and costly way to let people know the covenant relationship between God and man. Jesus Christ came. He walked towards the full stop. He lost his mobility. He was literally nailed down. He is not even at three miles an hour as we walk. He's not even moving Mm -hmm. full stop. What can be slower than nailed down at this point? The apostolic church proclaims the love of God to man is ultimately and fully revealed. God walks slowly because he is love. If he is not love, he would have gone much, much faster. Love has its speed, and it's an inner speed. It's a spiritual speed, and it's a different kind of speed from the technological speed to which we are so accustomed. It is slow, yet it is lord over all other speeds since it's the speed of love. It goes on in the depth of our life, whether we notice it or not, whether we are currently hit by storms or not, at three miles an hour. It is the speed we walk, and therefore, it is the speed the love of God walks. Mm. And it goes on, but a lot of that, what he says, he's he's talking around the story of um, the wilderness, four years in the wilderness, and he's saying that, like, God covered them in that time, but he also was teaching them slowly about the truth of the word of God and the truth of bread, like, you know. And just how long it takes. Um, But just that, like, that idea that, like, it's actually, like, so loving of him to go slow with us. Mm. And that he cares and I think loves us so tenderly that he'll he'll take his time. Yeah. Like, it's not how we think about it. (laughs) We're like, why are you so mean? Why Why are are you you withholding? withholding? (laughs) Like, why are you this and why are you that? And it's like... Um, it's just with so like with so many things. I just think we just have to like take a step back and like reorient like to the one thing, and then look mm. at the problem or look at our lives. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's so good. I'm thinking of did I mention this on the podcast last time? I don't know. Um, I'm reading a book right now. It's that it's the Ruthless Trust by Brendan mm-hmm. Manning. He has a chapter in there called The Artists, Mystics, and Fools. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, he's and that he's talking about um, Catherine of Siena and how she she was this Italian. Um, anyways, she lived forever ago, but she's since received, I mean, like tons of honorary doctorates from like all of these like modern day universities mm-hmm. because of the depth to which she knew God in her writings mm-hmm. and in her prayers. But she often started a lot of her prayers with divine madman or like just like madman yeah and she wrote like she that's how she called it like people say like oh god father <laughs> yeah and she was just like madman <laughs> and in someone asked her one time like why do you call him madman and she was like because he's mad with love mm. he's crazy with love and like we don't understand but thinking about the pace of love thinking about how artists are like the yes. crazy people mm-hmm. they're the ones who it's like they don't do anything conventionally but yeah. they do it because they see the beauty mm-hmm. in something so they're gonna take they're gonna do something strange to to go and find it you yeah. know something out of the ordinary and they think it's so like god and it's so like this like divine madman who's yeah. crazy with love so he takes his time in the process because he does find the beauty there um and i just like i've just been ruminating on that i'm like i have no idea the depth of love that he has and it's so offensive to yeah. our to our minds that he's slow 
that he would accept that person, that he would love them. <laughs> he sounds like an artist. I know, he does. does. He? <laughs> He's like, he is the fringe. He is the mm. one who has like gone the way that makes no sense to any of us. But at the end, we all marvel mm. at this thing that he's made. And it's like so perfect. Anyways, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, this was a quick episode. It was quick and it was like really random thoughts. I hope it makes sense. And if anything, like I think more than anything, I wanted to talk about this topic because I want me and others to think about it because I hear it all the time, like yeah. from everyone, like we're frustrated with the timing of God. And it's mm. like me more than anyone, like I'm not, you know, pointing fingers, me more than anyone. And it's like, this is worth meditating on. Mm. Yeah. Because if we're going to meditate, like this touches everything, the timing of God. If you believe that God is leading your life, which I hope he is because he's a good leader, um, then it's worth thinking and giving your time to think about like, how is he leading me? Hmm. And do I believe it? Do I trust it? Do I trust it? So ask those questions, like even about your creative, like even about your creative walk, like in how you run your business and like, like, am I giving, am, what's my pace and why? Mm. Maybe mm. that's a good question. Like, what's my pace and why? That's a great question. So, ask yourself. Mm. I need to stop Let asking myself right now. So that I, I know, right? Me too. I'm like, now I'm thinking about it. I need to close this, this podcast. We'll go, we're going to go, we're going to go away and think about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep talking. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.